Hello and welcome to the ukulele video play along podcast. My name is Chris Russell and I am a middle school music teacher who has integrated ukulele into middle school choral music. And this podcast is all about the ukulele, using it in education, and of course the play along podcasts that are out there. So I just wanted to cover in this podcast, it's been a couple weeks since I've made a podcast and Things have been a little busy, and I just wanted to talk about a few of the videos that have come out lately, both my own and from some other people. So let's take a look at what's recently come out. Uh, Kevin Way, a middle school teacher in Fredonia, New York, has been making a number of videos. He recently made a version of Ed Sheeran's Perfect. I have one of those that's out there too. The Ukuleleans, Ukulele Club has been making some more videos. They just recently made Come On Eileen. My friend Andy Ramos has been making a bunch of videos lately to help me help you uh, by Logan Paul in a couple different keys. He's made another worship song called How I Love You uh, by Gateway Worship. He's done that one recently. Brudermeister has made a few lately. He made one Far From Any Road. Dr. Reese, the original creator, of this entire method recently made What's Up by Fornan Blondes. Let's see, she also did Hold Me Now by Thompson and Night Moves by Bob Seeger. Uh, let's see, Brudermeister made Like a Mountain. Andy Ramos made Brave. Kevin Way made Meant to Be. I have a version of that as well. Dr. Reese also recently produced a updated version of I've Got a Feeling with correct lyrics. Andy Ramos also made one for most girls, which has a clean version. He took out a, a verse that didn't quite fit. That's something that I've done in the past. He also did Mi Gente, which uh, is kind of popular right now, and that one's out there. Feel It Still. He's been very busy. Let's see. Ukuleleans made Breakfast at Tiffany's. Echame uh, La Culpa by Luis Fonsi and Demi Lovato. It was recently made by Andy Ramos again. And um, I think if I go far enough back, I also will see that Brudermeister made a Spaceman come, Came Traveling. That's actually his second version of that. He had uh, a previous version of that, but there must have been some error that he reissued that one. Kind of an interesting uh, song or interesting story behind it. Uh, it turns out that it be, it's become a, a Christmas song. Uh, for a lot of people, as it represents the idea that perhaps Jesus was the child of an alien. So, kind of an interesting one. And, of course, Andy had a whole bunch that were out there before that, but that gets us through the last couple weeks. And then on my own channel, I've been working on a couple things myself. So I'm pulling up my own list of what I've done. I've been doing a number of play-alongs for my own students. I call them practice tracks, where I record myself playing ukulele, and then I put in a piano track. And I just do it on GarageBand. Uh, I do have a Lanakai Uke SB, which was an interesting instrument that's no longer being made, but you can find them in stores. And what they do is they connect directly to your iPad, and you can record right in through a USB connection into GarageBand. And I find that to be very useful, and it's worth every penny that I paid for it. I think I got mine very inexpensively. I can't remember the dealer. It had a slight flaw in the um, purfling around the edge of the ukulele and I got it at a discount. Uh, I do a number of my recordings with that although it does sound a little amped if that makes sense when I record it that way 
And then occasionally I'll record with my new microphone here. This is my Shure MV88, and I'll be making some live recordings too, particularly when I have an hour open at school and I'm not doing something else. So I can record at least the ukulele part, maybe the piano part. Again, I've got the connections to connect my piano to my iPad or to my iPhone as well and do the adaptions I need to do. So I've been doing a bunch of those songs. Uh, I Don't Know My Name, House of Gold. I Don't Know My Name isn't published yet, but House of Gold is out there. I have an Aloha Away practice track. I made a ukulele strumming practice file. I got contacted by a teacher that said, would you be willing to make a video where my kids could practice these four strumming patterns with the chords that they know? So I made that, and you can check that out and see what you think about it. I Can't Help Falling In Love With You, I've got a version of that. Then I have a couple videos that got blocked on me. Uh, I, I wanted to do Fields of Gold, which is one of my all-time favorite songs by Ava Cassidy. My wife and I, our wedding song is Ava Cassidy's What a Wonderful World, which is gorgeous too, but the song Fields of Gold is just one of my all-time favorite songs. So I was able to transpose it to the key of G, and then it was blocked. It wouldn't be allowed to be used. Then I found a version out there that had been orchestrated and had been allowed to be published, so I thought maybe I could get away with that. That one was actually in the key of C, and that didn't work. So both those versions aren't out there. You might want to look at my ukulele list later and see if I've found another way to just put it out there for people to try. Again, not the easiest song in the world to play along with, but just a beautiful song. I've also done Splish Splash. I just was in a mood the other day, Bobby Darren, another Bobby Darren tune, and that one's out there. That one's kind of fun. Then there is a wonderful performer in the UK by the name of Zoe Bastel, and I she recently re released a version of her version of Mr. Blue Sky. I asked her if I could make a play-along video since, you know, it's her version and when it's somebody that, that I know that I can talk to, and she was kind enough to say, yeah, go for it. So I made two versions of that song, and again, not the easiest. And she plays most of her chords in that song up the neck on the fretboard, I've got them written in their standard position, so it's going to sound a little bit different when you play it, but it's kind of interesting nonetheless. So uh, then I also have a version of Edelweiss and the Lava version that I made, and I think the last time I made a video I talked about that. And then I'm starting a project where I'm trying to make advanced chord shapes, so helping people learn how to play up and down the fretboard with their chords without memorizing the fretboard and instead memorizing chords, just like we learned these first few chords. So... It's been, um, I haven't been overly productive. I've been doing a lot of stuff for school, and obviously those tracks are there and may not be of interest to everybody. But there are certainly a number of things that have been added, and probably this weekend I'll get a chance to stop and uh, work through the all the songs that have been added and update at least my Google spreadsheets, and you can find those at ukestuff.info. And then I will send that list to the... Uh, owner of Ukeability, and hopefully he can update the catalog. We should be well over 500 songs by now with everything that everybody's been doing, which is kind of cool. And it's been fun to see Dr. Reese back in the game making some more videos after a short visit or a short time away. So it's nice to have the original creator of this genre there. I should uh, mention my ukulele today is my Enya EURX1. And uh, simply put, these instruments. Uh, sell for about a hundred dollars, a little bit less than that, on Amazon, and they're made out of HPL laminate. HPL laminate's uh, like countertop material, but they use the same laminate as goes into the Martin ukuleles. Actually, it's probably the same factory. Is kind of what they they hint at. 
Well, last summer, a fellow on one of the blogs posted about finding a $29 ukulele, so I bought one, and it was this one, and it's a little round camp ukulele. If you've never seen a camp ukulele, um, they're round. They're perfectly round. Uh, Bernadette teaches music, calls it a pancake ukulele. Okay, it makes sense to me. It's a soprano size, soprano scale, and it has a few interesting features. It has a curved neck, a radius neck, or yeah, or a fretboard, and it has side markers on the fretboard, which newer Enya models don't. Uh, this one was made out of ebony, I believe, but they've now changed to a material called Rich Light, which is a, a non, it's a wood substitute, which is important because of all the restrictions with the CITES rules and not wanting to ship valuable woods overseas without documentation. And um, it's quiet, but it has decently a good sound. Although I was hearing a little bit of a buzz with the C just now, which I hadn't heard before. And I'll have to figure out what's going on there at a later time. But they come set up pretty well. They feel nice to play. And uh, overall, it's got a really nice sound. It's just not super loud as an instrument. So that was the instrument that I was playing. And they come with a really nice gig bag and a bunch of other goodies in it including a tuner. The the tuning heads are pretty nice. They don't seem to cause any issues. I did have a friend that had an issue with a tenor Enya and he actually ended up donating it to our school. But in terms of, of that instrument, uh, the neck bowed a little bit. This one, the neck is totally straight so no concerns there. And if anything the action might just be a little bit too low right now. Now again it's it is today, April 17th, and our normal high is nearly 60 degrees. And here in Minnesota, we just keep getting hit by snowstorm after snowstorm. Uh, a large snowstorm last weekend that brought more than a foot of snow. And we have some more snow coming tomorrow, although only one to three inches, so not very much, and it will melt right away. But we're not used to this cold of weather this late in the year, so people are going a little crazy. But with that comes your houses is still being heated, and the lack of humidity in the air definitely still impacts laminate instruments with wood necks. So even though this instrument has um, ivory fretboard is going to be, or ebony, not ivory, ebony fretboard is going to be susceptible to humidity change too. The neck is going to be most susceptible. So I wouldn't be surprised at all when the humidity goes up a little bit uh, that this neck, actually the action increases a little bit and that little bit of a buzz disappears. If it doesn't, I can always raise the bridge a little more with another piece of bridge or something in there to just wedge it up a little bit, but it'll be okay. So this is my little Enya Camp ukulele. So once they were $29, uh, Barry Maz eventually did a review, and when he did, they sold out immediately. But before he did that review, I ordered a bunch for my school because we had some money in our choir account, and we bought 13 of them for the school, 12 to string normally and two or one to do left-handed and students have been able to check them out all year and some students have had them checked out for the full year so they've had a nice little instrument to work with the only other concern I have is that at school where the humidity is far lower than here at home um, I can feel the fret ends on a couple of those instruments so there's something to be said for me to go through with a, a file tool and to, to work on those edges this summer especially as we're moving from an old school into a brand new building, not a new school, but a brand new building, same school, different building, 
next fall, which will be kind of exciting. So that's the Enya EUR-X1. From this experience, I would definitely buy another Enya. I bought a couple of their laminate models for some family members when they were on a ridiculous sale, like $20. I have no idea what was going on with that. Uh, the bags themselves that these things come in are worth more than $20. In fact, you'd be hard-pressed to find a similar bag probably for $30 to $40, even on Amazon or eBay. So no idea what that's all about. I will certainly just take advantage of it when those sales occur. So I think that covers pretty much what's been going on. I've been working on these practice tracks for my choirs to use in class as we prepare for a concert. And again, what I do is the first part of the year and the last part of the year, we have trimesters. My students learn literature. It tends to be a lot of solo stuff, although if there's parts, I teach different hours the parts, and then they combine by grade level. So, for example, I have three sixth grade classes, so I'll teach one one part and then two the other part. And then in the concert, we end up with multi-part music. Trying to get my students to sing parts at the same time is really difficult when many of them don't sign up for the class specifically. They sign up for choir, but it's like their last choice because they don't want to be in band or orchestra, so they've got to be somewhere, so they choose choir because there's no fee, no instrument rental, and so forth. So um, I do the very best that I can with that. And then middle of the year, we learn ukulele chords specifically, although we start that ahead of time. You know, at the beginning of part of the year, we learn maybe three or four chords by the time that we get to Christmas. And then after Christmas, that's when we go into the regular rehearsal of learning chords. And this year I threw in some uh, single notes like scales, a little bit on the C major scale and, and doing a few other things. But sometimes I've done composition and, and some other tasks. But this time it was just generally chords, and it worked out real well, especially with the assessments. If you look at some of the skill drills that I made on with certain chords where I introduced a new chord, but then they had to be played in context with other chords, that worked really well. And now this part of the year, we're back to singing choral music again, uh, stuff that I generally tweak or arrange that can be accompanied by ukulele, with a couple exceptions. And then in the concert, I ask in this concert students to play with me. I don't I don't trust that in the in the, the December concert because I don't have time to go over all the chords with everybody or for everybody to learn all those chords. Again, sixth graders wouldn't know, and seventh graders um, don't know what they remember. And we always get new students in choir every year, massive numbers of of new students that couldn't play it. So it, it's best to do it with student involvement in this last concert. And I ask for five to six volunteers for each song that we do. So that's kind of what we do. And right now we're at the point where we've learned most of the notes for our concert in May. And now we're adding the chords along with these practice tracks. So it's kind of a, a, a double practice each day. We practice the songs with just singing. And then we pull out the ukuleles where I'm hoping that they're singing along. And it, with some of the songs they are. And that's kind of um, double reinforcing what we're doing. And I'm kind of really proud of what's going on with that. So it's it's working out well. Is it ideal choral program? Probably not. But are these students going to be prepared to either be involved in high school choir or to just play on their own in the future? The answer is if they want to, yes. They're going to be massively prepared with the sight reading we do, with the chord study that we do, understanding chords, playing ukulele, being able to play their own songs and accompany themselves, I think they'll be further along than than many other schools. So I'm kind of excited about that. Before we go, I should add that if you are looking for any of my resources, I'll tell you where they are. You can find all of my video resources at youtube.com 
slash ukulele tenor, U-K-U-L-E-L-E-T-E-N-O-R. If you'd like to see my ukulele website, go to ukestuff.info, U-K-E-S-T-U-F-F dot I-N-F-O. If you'd like to see our new searchable database of all the songs in the yellow book and also of all the different videos, go to ukeability.org. And if you're interested in sponsoring my work, please feel free to join me and make a pledge of a dollar or two a month at patreon.com slash cjrphd. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash cjrphd. So I hope this little episode was useful for you, talking about what's recently come out, what might be of interest to you, and uh, also talking a little bit about this camp ukulele in, in my own choir program. So have a great day. Keep teaching the ukulele, keep playing the ukulele, and keep finding the love in the music that you do.